The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City, Pittsburgh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and Washington, D.C. renter. And together, we're going to ask this landlord some questions. If you want to ask Albert a question, call us. Leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015. How's it going today, Albert? It's going all right. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying this cold weather that's approaching, so... It's all fun and games here. Nice. (laughs) Fall is in the air. Yes. So my question is something that a lot of people and a lot of parents have to deal with. And I dealt with it in Washington, D.C. when I was in college. So I want to talk about the concept of student housing. I want to know, what's your advice for some college students looking for housing? What's the process? Are there any red flags they should be aware of? And yeah. Just maybe you have some input on that. That's a you know first. That's a great question, Melissa. And I, you know, I specifically um, I had gone through it with my kids, and I just did it again, so it was fresh in my in my mind, and it's something that I wanted to talk to um, the listeners about. Um, and we're talking now about off-campus housing. I think um, you know what happened with my kids is that you know they went to college, and then and then you know they're in the dorms. Uh, when you're in the dorms of the school, you know, it's really a system that they, the dorms have, right? You pretty much, you get in the lottery or you take whatever they have and you do you, you, what you do. And it's, it's really the schools themselves have it included in the tuition or however they handle it, right? So you're not really uh, making an outside deal with another company, right? You're dealing with the school. However, um, and I think timing is important here because I want to bring that up also, you know, now you're like, oh, my, let's say my daughter is a freshman in college, right? And this is her first year. So she started, let's say now it's October. She started in August, right? And the year, the year goes from August to May or May or June, right? And so now she's, she's talking about going off campus. And I'm like, wait a second, you're in the dorm now. What are we talking about? Oh, talking about next year. So I'm like, when is that? Oh, that's next August. Oh, so it's October now. We just, I just got you there. And we're talking about next year. Wow. Oh, and, 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 oh, it's like, and for my daughter, she was never in this situation before. Right. So this is another thing like I'm trying to do here with everybody. It's like, this is their the the students first time doing this right so there's a lot of things that come up they don't know you know how to handle this and you know there's also uh, a demand for housing right student housing that they want there's pricing that's also expensive but there's there's a like a rush to get the one they want uh, so and how they're gonna pay for it fine but it's it's in my daughter's position. It was like, oh, 
this is the one we want and we and we and they're they're taking reservations now and signing leases now the landlord for august july wow you're like okay uh, i get it so so we signed the lease now for august so then the so so really want to acknowledge that it's the first time that these kids are you know doing something that is you know for their own housing right and of course that your parents are co-signers and guarantors uh very often most often and the student housing companies that handle you know off-campus housing that's a whole business really uh, a landlord's another business and you know so you say to yourself fine as a you're coming to it as a student, right? It's your first time doing this. Like, have you even looked at a lease before? No, right? So, you know, that's why I encourage people to look at the podcast and say, what are the things I got to think about? How do I know what to do? How do I know what I'm doing? Um, and also, I want to say this, you know, which we should say, most of the student housing is with roommates, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you and whoever, whatever roommate or roommates you have are sharing and signing on to a lease. Usually you're all responsible jointly and severally, which we had talked about in other podcasts. But, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that you want to like learn about when you're going into this, which, you know, which is why we have the podcast. So I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of good material here that people can look through of what to think about, what to, to know when they're signing a lease, right? So with my daughter, I said, hey, I said, okay, it's a 40-page lease. Like, let's, you should print it out or and read, read it. If you have questions, let me know. Like, and then we're going to go through it together, right? So I, you know, obviously I do this for a living. So I print out the lease myself and I'm, I'm the guarantor. Like I have to sign so with her. So I'm like, uh, so let's go through it. Now, these days, and it's much different than it used to be, everything's electronic also. You just click and sign, right? So, you you know, a lot of days people don't even read stuff, you know. So you're signing a 40-page plus lease and you're like, click and you signed it. I'm like, really? So take your time, breathe, read the important parts that you need to know, such as, you know, what's the start and least start and end date, you know? Right. So is that semester base or is it yearly? Great question. So I don't let, remember. Let me tell you, know, and then my, my, my daughter didn't even realize. So I'm like telling you, okay, so she goes to rent an apartment, right? So when this lease fine and it's furnished. So that's one thing I realized there's furniture included. And, and she says, okay, well, my semester is uh, August to May. I said, okay, uh, you know, this lease is from August to the end of July. So I go, you know, you, so you were paying for two months that you're not there. And by the way, we start paying in July. So you're like almost, you're, you're renting it for 12 months, but you're really only using it for nine months. Now, that begs the question is that, you know, what can you do with the other three months? I mean, you still have the place. 
can you take a summer course or are you going to, or do you have a job or assignment or whatever that you could do? Like I, when I went to college, I took summer courses because, you know, really the summer starts July, let's say July 4th for, you know, for yourself. But, you know, you're like, oh, I'm done with school in May. I could do some classes for six weeks. That's it's, just, uh, I'm bringing it up as a uh, things to think about, but you know, my daughter wasn't thinking about that. She was like, oh, I want to, I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I think I'm getting it for the semester. I'm like, uh, no, you're signing up for 12 months. We're paying for 12 months. The landlord is renting it for a year, right? But nine month deals, interesting. So what, what I'm having it now, of course it differs from place to place and all that. And people do, um, in college towns, they do only rent for nine months sometimes, but you know, you have to know that, right? And if you're a landlord or property owner that's renting to college kids, you know, you want to have certain protections there that help you get to the next step. Also, it's like, uh, on the one hand, you know, you're dealing with people that aren't, that are first time renters, right? They're really the first time in their life. So, you want to make sure that they are protected, that you're protected, that you have the proper rules in place, you know. Um, uh, and as a, a renter for the first time, you want to make sure that, you know, you're being taken care of in the right way also, right? So, there's a lot, so those those kind of things to look out for in a big picture. What, of course, you know, we said this before in, pr in prior episodes, like what am I responsible for? What are the rules? What can I do? What am I allowed to do? What can't I do? What do I have to ask permission for? How do things get, what services am I, are included? What do I have to take care of by myself? What about access at the end of the lease, which we talked about in the previous episode? Um, when do I have to be out by? When can I go take possession by? What do I do about the utilities? You know, all those questions are for first, it's a lot for someone who hasn't ever done it before right? So what I would suggest is now, I would think that people who are doing this for the first time should ask for help, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Should ask their parents, should ask their friends and say, you know, you could have a lawyer look at it. Um, very often, uh, these leases are in a form that they're not negotiated, right? Because the landlord's signing the same lease format with a lot of people and they have their rules and way of doing things. Usually when it's a big landlord, like a, a big owner of, let's say a student housing complex or something, but then there's also individual, you know, houses that we've rented off campus um, where, you know, it could be a smaller landlord, things like that. Or if you're a landlord that if you're an owner that owns a house and you want to rent it, like you, like let's say you and you guys wanted to rent your house to student housing. Okay, so there's rules you're gonna make. You're like, I no party, like not no parties, but you know, you're you're concerned about the furniture that you're leaving behind if you are, and that's typical in student housing where there's furniture left, you know, for the like it's furnished. So you want to make sure that your things are taken care of. You want to make sure that the people who are using it are responsible, uh, not to damage it. And and look who who's who's gonna blame kids like that? It's like the first time they're getting out, they want to exercise a little bit of freedom and do their own thing, and you know maybe they want to paint the wall purple. You know you're like uh, 
Thank you. And, uh, you know, if you're an owner and on the one hand, you know, you realize that people want to have their own thing, but, you know, make sure it's put back in the way that, you know, they got it, right? But you might make rules about those things. So. And another thing that I don't think you mentioned, but something to look out for is if the landlord will allow for subletting, because I know I did that. That's a big- I sub, Yeah, I subletted to someone because a lot of kids in college work or you're right yeah. you're, you're uh and i think that's fairly common like um uh what happens is let's say and my i did this with my 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 daughter my other daughter she was like oh i'm renting this place for you we made a commitment right and we made the commitment as we were just discussing you know several months before she moved in right now these kids they don't know what they're doing you know, tomorrow, like, do they know what they're doing in eight months from now? Right. Exactly. But my daughter decided to study abroad. Right. So now you're, you're, you're realizing now, now she didn't, when did she decide to, you know, she could have decided that in a few months and then, but that's for next, a year from now. She's decided. So she's in a lease. She committed now in October for a lease in, uh, in next July. And then in January of the following year, she wants to go a semester abroad. I'm like, but you still have the apartment. But you still have the place you committed to. So, 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 how do you work that out with your roommates? So you and your landlord, like you have to. The landlord has to be. Um, so the lease, to your point, um, usually there's real rules about that, and um, you know you have to have a conversation with your roommates about. Um, plans like that and with your landlord about replacing yourself from a period of time. Uh, in my daughter's case, it, you know, she, she, before we signed the lease, she knew that she was going to do that. So she spoke to her roommates about the possibility and they had someone and it was on her to find someone else. Um, and also that had to work with the roommates and, you know, the landlord was agreeable to such things. So those are um, important considerations to to work out. And the more in advance, the better. And the more you communicate with those about those, the better. They happen um, a lot. And um, that's part of student housing, the flexibility and stuff. So very often they allow those things, but, you know, you need to ask permission of the landlord. And of course, there's more of a complexity with the roommate situation where you're like, oh, I, I, you know, you got involved with a roommate that you knew, and then now you want them to live with somebody else. And how does that work? Uh, did you have a come? You know, it's a lot. It's not uh, not so straightforward. Right. So what? this goes in the theme of our podcast of just over communication is always best usually. And I think just I love how you make your daughter <clears throat> read the lease because my dad made me do that for everything. He's like, if you have questions, let me know. And it's just a good life lesson to start learning real life experience, hands on that you can't learn in the college classroom. So. It is, it's serious. And, you know, I think it's to be taken seriously. It's a big financial commitment. And and uh, so for some people, uh, it's the first big commitment they're making. You know, of course, they're going to school, but you know, their names on it and sure their parents are also co-signing, but you know, 
you got to sit down and try, you know, really read it and understand it and, 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 you know, give it attention and respect that it, it, it reserve, it deserves because you're making, you know, this is a contract that you're entering into maybe the first one ever. Right. So, uh, and it's, it's scary and, um, new and, uh, it's a good process. Um, and it's also very exciting, uh, to be, you know, doing that, you know, really on your own for the first time. And, and it's certainly good practice for, for life, right? It's a little bit of a safe place. Like you're, you know, when you go to college, you're moving out for the first time, you're, you're, you're on campus. Then that's like a transition to, okay, well, I'm, I, I did the on-campus thing in the campuses thing, and now I'm going to do something off-campus. And then you're going to get to life. You know, when you graduate, you're like, I, I get my own place. And I did it before. So you sort of use it as a practice to um, get to that. So I think it's a... Uh, that's how I, it's a context for a good a good way to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And if you're reading your leases out there and you want to ask a question, call us and ask the landlord your lease questions. That's what we're here for. You know, um, and what's that number again? That number is 646-580-3015. It's a hotline and we would love to hear from you. They could also message us on Instagram, TikTok. Just Absolutely. Up. It's at Ask the Landlord on Instagram. Albert will answer any DMs you have. Yes, please do. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at AskTheLandlord and check out his TikTok at AskTheLandlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.